0: Charles. I mean this is just fantastic. I'm really, thank you for taking the time to do this, Charles. Not at all. I really appreciate it. But thank you for the invitation. No, no, because we've been talking about doing this for years now. Of course. It's been years, because you've been in Japan for seven years.
1: Seven years. I'm about to tick over seven years next week. So I came in the first week in January in uh, 2015. Now just so
0: the audience will know, you're the manager of general manager of the Western Hotel, maybe Super Garden Place, yes. yeah. just right in front of where I live, because I live right behind there. You've never yeah, been no, over to my home, either. No, I haven't. No. And you're living in Yokohama. I live in
1: Yokohama. I live in Yokohama. Live in Yokohama.
0: Right. Well, tell me, Charles, where were you born?
1: So I'm Australian. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I've, I've been, I was born in, in the island off the bottom of Australia called Tasmania, which a lot of people may not.
0: You told me that. But yes.
1: some people say, huh, what is Tasmania? So I suppose in some ways it's like the, the Okinawa of uh, right, right. Of, of Japan. But
0: that's where the the was the the cartoons had the Tasmanian devil. Tasmanian right? devil. They used to spin around. That's it. To, yeah, that's the right. Disney cartoon. Right, right, right. Yeah. The Disney one. Very, very famous.
1: Very famous. Right. Right. So I was born in Tasmania mm-hmm. in the in the seventies, early seventies. How many siblings? I have one sister who's still there. Older, or younger. Older. How many years there? difference? She's one, h- nearly two years older. Right. Two years and older. she she loves living there. She okay. thrives there. She thrives. And she has two boys who are about, I'll tell you about my kids later, but she has yeah. two boys who are similar age to mine. Okay. But she is, 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 I suppose, as as worldly as she is, she loves being in the island state. But she's never
0: traveled. She's traveled outside yeah, she's of been it here.
1: She goes to mainland Australia. She travels to Europe. She's been here a few times in Japan. But being,
0: being living there in Tasmania, that means she knew her husband. For several years
1: before she met, him. they probably went Correct. to school together yeah, and yeah. stuff like that, right? And the strange thing is, <laughs> if I go to Tasmania now, okay. I walk down the street, they say, Charles, I haven't seen you for a while. I'm sorry, I left 30 odd years ago. And it turns into a. How uh, many people in the island, basically? 500,000. 500, 500,000. And 250,000 in the capital city. Wow. But it's a, it's a wonderful place because produce, the food, the produce, the history, the the wilderness, or maybe as we call it here, the jungle. But <laughs> you know. where would the produce be? Is it lamb? Well, there's there's a lot of lamb, but okay. there's beef grown there. There's okay. superb cheeses that okay. are done there. Uh-huh. They grow truffles. They grow opium. They grow for, for medical purposes. Yeah, medical purposes. Basically. Okay, because um. <laughs> you're going to get someone in trouble. <laughs> but the sophistication, the art. It, I mean, it's just lovely. So wait, and so actually, it's come ahead a long way. Right, so when
0: you grew up there, no, no. So when you grew up there. How long did you live there before you left?
1: So I oh lived yeah. there for 21 years. And you so never left the island? No, no, I'd left. I'd left. I was a small boy when I left, yeah. So we went to, like Melbourne, the city of Melbourne okay. on mainland is one hour flight away. So we used to go over to Melbourne right. to other family and we used to travel around. Okay, okay. But yeah, I mean, it was home. It was home for, t- for the first 21 years of my life.
0: Did you ever have desires to leave it? I mean,
1: You know, the interesting thing. I don't want to run away with the conversation, but I had no intention of going to hotels, no intention. So I finished school uh, when I was 17 turning 18, and I was going to do accountancy. I was going to be an accountant.
0: What was your father?
1: My father was a chemical engineer of all things. Your mother? My mother was originally, she was in a law firm, Mm -hmm. but then she was a traditional housewife after that.
0: So the brainy yeah. family. So you get, you get together. What's your sister do? Uh,
1: my sister's actually a commissioner, like a court commissioner. See? Yeah. That's <laughs> why so everyone knows a, that's why everyone knows you <laughs> when you
0: come into town. That's why they know your whole family. Yeah. So
1: your father that's was well, your father
0: was my well father known. My father was well
1: known. My my, my sister's husband's a uh, a doctor there, a surgeon. She's a court commissioner. So uh, she's a commissioner of some different tribunals there. So I walk down the street and people they don't they don't know, you know, they obviously my study. family, but yeah, people say, oh, Charles, I haven't seen you for a while. <laughs> I left 30 years ago, as I said, you know, that's, that's the, the amazing thing. Do you
0: keep up with any of your friends back there?
1: I have a few friends there, mm-hmm. but a lot of people have left. have mm-hmm. right? moved to, to mainland states, you know, have moved overseas. There's still a Tasmanian network around uh, of, uh, of people. What was um, it like going to school?
0: Did you go to an all-boys school? Or was went to an all-boys
1: school. I went to an all-boys private school there. Uh, about six or 700 people in the city. Um, again, you know, it, 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 the school, schooling education was great. I had yeah, a fantastic yeah. education. I was very, very lucky. Mm-hmm. My sister went to an all-girls school there, but there are a number of, you know, different uh, you know, all-boys or co-ed school or all-girls and schools. They follow international baccalaureate, the IB, mm-hmm. like they do mm-hmm. you know, for some schools here in, in Japan. Um, but, ah, look, it was, a, it was a great experience. Yeah. But I wanted to do, to go back to, I wanted to, to do accounting.
0: You, that's what your I drive wanted to. was. Why? I was always going to be an accountant. Because you were good at math and I went
1: to school. I suppose I could count. Yeah. Maybe it's all I knew. Maybe, honestly, Lance, maybe it was all I knew.
0: What do you mean, I th- all I knew? You
1: all mean? I knew. Something conservative. Should I be an accountant? Should I be a doctor? Should I be. Because you're going to be one of those. Yeah. You're going to be One of those. Like okay. Yeah. And because I was very young when I left school, I was 17, just turning 18. I was still 17 when I was sitting my final year exams. I thought maybe I have a year off before I go and study. Mm-hmm. So I started to have a year off, a gap year, and I worked for one of my cousins who was running a farm and I was doing a little bit of farming. And then I picked up a job in what was then Sheraton Hobart Hotel. Uh, and you know, if any Australians are listening to our conversation, they'll know well Tasmania and they'll know Hobart. And Sheraton was one of the, one well, of the first, but it was one of the first few
0: mm-hmm. back
1: then ITT Sheraton mm-hmm. hotels. Uh, in Australia and I started working there I thought, oh, I like this So after that What were you doing? Well, I started on front desk First, my very first job was parking cars A okay. valet parker Alright And yeah. you liked that? I enjoyed it <laughs> I loved the car, the expensive cars I loved Right, them. right, right Okay I was a valet parker and then they said Oh, you're better than this You can be a bellboy and then I ended up on front desk Okay Very quickly and, and then I decided I'd study So I studied hospitality um, for the three years after that and then I thought, no, I'm going to do finance or commerce, whatever, after. And then I ended up on the wave. So I moved to another Sheraton and another Sheraton. And maybe now, you know, obviously Western Sheraton, same family. This is all in Tasmania? Tanzna- no, Austra- uh, Tasmania to Tasmania. Gold Coast in Queensland to Perth in Western Australia. Okay. Port Douglas in far north Queensland. All in Australia. Well, we did,
0: you, did your father have
1: any input or your mother say anything about what you were deciding? All they knew I was happy.
0: That's all they cared about?
1: That's all they cared about. That's beautiful. And for a boy who came from Tasmania, mm-hmm. you know, who who really you know didn't take the traditional, how you say, you know, employment sort of path mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. in the late '80s, early '90s, where oh, your, your parents want you to do this. All of a sudden, you know, I started landing different jobs, and I moved in the end to Fiji out of Australia, okay, with hospitality, same company, Sheraton Western. Then Fiji, I did a small stint in Brunei. Small stint in China. And don't go too
0: fast, because when did you get married between all that? No, no, I'm, I want to know. When did marriage come in? Are you single? You're still talking while you're single.
1: I moved to Perth in Western Australia. <laughs> okay. Thanks for slowing me down. Right, I want to say, because <laughs> you could go so far, and then we forget about the kids yeah, and everything else. So, so I moved to Perth in Western Australia, mm-hmm. and I met my wife, who's Australian. That was your first move. That was my second, third move. So uh, originally Hobart. Okay. Up to Gold Coast. Okay. Which is very famous with Australia, Japanese. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to Queensland. see one of my sons there. I was thinking about it, and then and actually, it was in the early nineties okay. where there were more Japanese tourists right. on the Gold Coast than right. Australians. So yeah. Right, right, right. Then from Gold Coast to Perth in okay. Western Australia, right. And I met my wife in that transition. Okay, right, so she's she's here in Japan, right? With our what is kids now? Was we'll she working there? She, doing? she? was working in hotels too.
0: And you met her through the hotels. Yes, she's yeah. not still working in hotels. No, okay, yeah. All
1: right. But actually it's good having a hospitality wife because when i call to say i'll be home at eight o'clock honey and i turn up at 10 o'clock she's like it's okay she, she knows. knows
0: she knows exactly what she's are dealing with <laughs> right which is cigar- quite <laughs> funny to talk about
1: <laughs> <laughs> so perth in western australia and then basically our base after that we were married and we moved to fiji okay in the south pacific and five fantastic years in fiji w- with who With Sheraton? With Sheraton and Weston. It was a complex. Right, right. And we arrived in in Fiji, no kids, newly married couple. And we left in 2000, uh, sorry, we left in 2005 with two kids. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you can imagine, it's a a newly married couple, island country, 300 and something islands in Fiji, resorts, leisure. It was beautiful. And fantastic staff, uh, fantastic properties, uh, really beautiful destination. Um, and yeah, we, we were very fortunate to have the support there, um, you know, with the care, with the kids when they were born. Yeah. Tell me something,
0: all those islands around there, how did you get from that? Was it by boat or did you have the seaplane? So boat.
1: Where we were, we were connected by a, a small causeway okay. to the resort. Okay. So if anyone has ever been to Fiji or if anyone goes, you know, Sheraton and Weston uh, are on an island called Deneral. So it's connected mm-hmm. by a small causeway. Mm-hmm. But to move around Fiji, it's either boat High-speed boat, right. speed boat, or seaplane. Seaplane, okay. Mm. That's what I thought. Did you
0: do that often sometimes? Yeah, we, go around? Yeah, yeah. we escaped
1: to these beautiful, be. magical, tranquil islands. And they're still like that? Still stunning, stunning, stunning. And I can't wait to go back
0: yeah.
1: and visit. Actually, all the things I see, Fiji has really progressed as well. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's a beautiful tourism destination. And not a plug for Fiji, but... Uh, Fiji Airways is now flying direct Narita down to Nandi the, in Fiji. So at the moment they're flying once a week. They've just started again,
0: but, we, but with with, yeah, but with, but with COVID, so I don't know how does
1: that work. Well, into into Fiji, uh, there's at the moment there's a, a three day self isolation in a hotel. Okay, but you just need to pick the hotel with a golf course, right? So you right, can so you can isolate playing golf, right? Um, and on return, obviously, as we are here today, it's the fourteen day at home which is which is quite tough but um, i think it'll change when it changes and the borders open up um, it's great that that fiji airways is flying Mm -hmm, direct mm -hmm. from japan
0: so how did you where were you before you came to japan and how did you get
1: japan so after fiji i did a small stint in kunming in china and brunei Mm -hmm. but basically my home moved to bangkok Mm -hmm. so after fiji in 2005 i moved to bangkok um, and had 10 Great years in Bangkok so I was in two hotels still with the same company Mm -hmm. amazing to think huh my whole career is basically the same company you're still with the same company Well, yeah and then (laughs) Starwood was bought by Marriott so Sheraton was bought by Starwood Starwood was bought by Marriott ten great years in Bangkok and uh, I think I've told the story but it's nice to share with everyone that we were very happy there as a family kids education great Uh, the lifestyle was great very accessible to Australia. And my boss had, you know, spoken a couple of times about moving, um, but obviously when Tokyo came up, you know, it was pending Rugby World Cup, it was pending Olympics, you know, this was in 2014. That's right. Are you interested? So I applied and obviously ended up here. So it- uh, And you,
0: were, you applied because of that? Yeah. All those yeah, pending events, yeah, yes. Yeah. But the but rugby but was
1: fantastic yeah. though. Yeah, the rugby, and and for the rest of the world, yeah, you know, I know it's a little bit of pressure within the country mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, with the Olympics, but I think as a country we kept the Olympics so much at the forefront on the broadcast, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we entertained the world because that was in the hardest times. It was most definitely the lockdowns, the isolations. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, people who you know maybe couldn't move around. People were looking for things to do, okay. so they had the broadcast. They should, yeah. So I think I think as as Japan we we. We brought it to life. I think so. Yeah, yeah. they
0: did a marvelous job. Yeah, I mean, it's surprising because no one knew how that was going to turn out. Of course, the first time in the history yeah. of the Olympics. Yeah. My goodness. Incredible. So tell me, your
1: sport you liked was it? Do you, I mean, did you participate in sports when you were in school? So when I was when I was at school, I was a rower. I was an avid rower. Yeah, <laughs> on stroke side, seat four. Is that? I love it <laughs> because I was the. I had the size. To You're do talking to yeah. college, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah, okay. college right. But then really I moved away from it, You know, I moved away from it. But what I love now is golf. And I, I really, really, after COVID has ramped up, you know, I, we found a bit more time to play golf with some friends here, but they only invite me because I always come last. So they know, <laughs> they know when they, okay, Charles, please come and play golf because we know we won't be last. But you have the biggest handicap, right? <laughs> right? So Still you have the best chance help. of winning. Still right? doesn't help. <laughs> The so only thing is, I win the prizes. You know. I you win, win the, last prize. Prize, right. the last prize, the last bo- oh, prize, the the
0: booby prize. So your sons so here, how are you, how is your family feeling about so, Japan? Well, I,
1: what I was going to also say when we okay. moved here, right. you know, from Olympic Rugby World Cup, actually, at the forefront is the deep, I suppose, sophistication, the quality, everything we do here, and the mm-hmm. structure, and and mm-hmm. and, and really, discipline is a very strong word, but but really, the quality, you know. Everything we do here in hospitality um, is really superb. So, Compared I knew, to your other places, yeah, you mean? Yeah, compared to really anywhere else in the world.
0: So when you came to Japan, was that I your knew. biggest, you yeah. already knew it was going I knew, to
1: be. and that's what really interested me about coming here. I knew the quality of what we could do, especially in food and beverage and general hospitality, even before we sort of understand how a motanashi fits in with the international world, mm-hmm. you know. I knew that the quality of what we could do in hotels was right up there. So that was another motivator to come here.
0: I have a question because during COVID, hmm. and I'm, I have no reason to try to, to sugarcoat anything I say to you, living right behind you. Yes having this hotel always open. You never closed it. You kept things going. I even saw some weddings going on. And I was wondering, how was Charles doing this when everybody else is shutting down? Including, and we're You're very kind. The American Club is private. Yeah. And we we shut down for almost three months. And I'm going, how's he doing,
1: what regulations are you going by? Well, we made a decision. We made a decision, we'd stick it out. We'd stick it out. And i remember one day in the lobby it was probably in may 2020 i was standing in the lobby with a few of my team we had four people in the restaurant we had 10 people in the room that's right you told me, yes. it was we looked outside it was like no one crickets yes. I thought, should we stick it out or, or should we take a break for a couple of months and my biggest i suppose motivator behind it is if if one's to close, if we're to close, when do you open? When's the right time? And that was a discussion between us and our, our corporate office and our real estate owners. You know, if we close, when do we open? When is the right time? When when there's there's x amount of rooms or x or, or x amount of cases? We didn't really know, so we decided as a team, um, with all the input, we'd stick it out because here in Ibisu, right next to your house. Right. We're sort of a community hub. You yeah, take sure. now, I mean, we're talking the week of Christmas. Yeah? In the lobby of the hotel today, we have Santa coming in for the kids. There are tens of, hundreds of people in the lobby. On the weekends, it's almost it's like, right. almost amusing. You know, There's more push chairs, kids push chairs in the lobby than cars in the car park.
0: Yeah, and then you have your
1: horse in. out there with So the it's
0: all about community. Know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, and the restaurant on the lobby, um, and the, the lobby lounge, we, we kept social obviously very, very cautious and very aware of what was going on, but we wanted to keep social, and we wanted to keep community. Um, so we decide, decided to stick it out, no matter how many sort of lights we got down to in the guest rooms. And I, I feel now in hindsight, it was definitely the right decision sure was. to keep the connection mm-hmm. um, with everyone around and give people a place to come if they mm-hmm. want to. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Did you I have mean, any severe cases of the COVID strain or anything? Well, really no. I mean, no, we've no. been ex- even with your staff, even exceptionally lucky. We had a couple of staff who who tested, right. uh, tested positive. We had never had any transmission in the hotel. I think part of our discipline with uh, with masks. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. We have a thing in, in Marriott called Twenty Twenty. Wash your hands twenty seconds every twenty minutes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the whole discipline of 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 everything we had here. Um, really kept us very, very safe. And
0: knowing that your team would follow it yeah, yeah.
1: without any question, you know. And we, we set a very open sort of dialogue with the team to say, okay, if you are feeling unwell or if a family member's unwell, please stay away. It's okay, we can pay you, you know? We can pay you. It's not about, it's not about you know, coming to work because you need the salary. You know, you can go you know, either on vacation or, or government subsidy or we can pay you Just to manage, I think, the safety of everyone. Uh, and we we, we really, tried to, to set that sort of warm, take care relationship to say, okay, be transparent. If you've got challenges, just mm-hmm, let mm-hmm. us know. And I think this part, this sort of philosophy kept us safe the whole time. Um, and yeah, I mean, we had sometimes someone would ring up and say, oh, my, my daughter's feeling unwell, I'm gonna stay home. I mean, this was great, mm-hmm. because we all sort of protected each other, mm-hmm. um, which yeah, ultimately was a great outcome for everyone. That's really um, we're talking about kids. Yeah. Well, you know, we you want to talk kids. about your kids? You can. How would we gone to the kids? It's to about kids.
0: the kids? No. No, I was asking you about your kids okay. at one time. Yeah. You want to tell me about I your kids? I, st- yeah, I you changed the topic. I changed the subject. You can. No, it doesn't <laughs> matter because we can talk about anything
1: we want. This is our podcast.
0: So, so your boys, how are, they, how are they taking on Japan?
1: I, and your question was, how does the family feel? Right. right. So, we, 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 my kids have had uh, exceptional school experience here, Yokohama International School. One of the things is when we were in Bangkok, we were at a school called NIST, New International School of Thailand, Mm -hmm. which was a great education. It sort of has, not a relationship, but it was sort of a brother or sister school with with Yokama International. So the kids moved to YAS. My older one graduated in 2019. He's in UK now. He's at Warwick University studying economics. Maybe a traditional curriculum. He's going to be coming to Canton Traditional curriculum. He's not allowed to go into hospitality. <laughs> you, told, you told him, <laughs> rule no, number don't one, do it. No hospitality. But you love it. Come on. Yeah, I know. Yeah. love what I do, do what I love. But right. it's, 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 you know, it's funny Great. in a way. But uh, you know, it's, it's an interesting industry, but it's, it's given so many opportunities. That's true. So he's at UK, in UK, at university. He's now in his third year. All right, so that's run away quickly. So he graduated from Yokohama International School 2019. And my younger one is still at Yokohama International School. He graduates next year, so he has six months to go, uh, which is exciting. And he wants to go to UK as well. Okay, fine. That's not Apollo's brother. Yeah, but not, not economics. He wants to do architecture. <laughs> but they've had a great education here. I think fantastic um, sort of society to grow up mm-hmm, in. Mm-hmm. I feel the schools here, I mean, we've been very privileged to be able to put them through that school, um, and are very fortunate mm. uh, to be able to put them through, but, you know, th- it's really set them up for, for good you know, future education, uh, which is great. So I'm proud of them, and they've, they've done a really good job. Yeah. What are your plans for the future?
0: Are you going to, do you think you'll be here much longer? Well, Look, how long is it usually? Does that up to
1: you or is it up Uh, to you? I mean, generally, it's sort of an outspoken comment I'll make. You outgrow the job or the job outgrows you, all right? And and it's about opportunity as well. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been here six, seven years now. Um, There's always so much to do and I think the difference is, as we sit here today, probably for all of us in society, there's a lot to rebuild, all right? So, you know, I'm very, very happy here, my commitment to the team, my commitment to the community, uh, commitment to, you know, the company in some ways. Mm-hmm. You know, to, to, to sort of rebuild and see a great, can I say, trajectory of business coming out of this and, and, mm-hmm. and inbound returning and, and seeing how we can look after, you know, the business, society, the guests, everything. So I think I think in some ways, you know, a lot of us uh, who who become part of an organisation over this very tough time wanna to stick it out and want to show you know, how we can rebuild. Mm-hmm. So the short answer to that is I'm sticking around. Yeah, oh, <laughs> I'm sticking yeah. around to, to really build up where yeah. we should be and, and, and really see you know the, the bright future ahead. I mean, the future's very bright. You think so? The future's bright for oh, Japan, okay. incredibly bright for Japan. I have no question as far as, you know the way the interest in Japan for tourism, mm-hmm. the quality of hospitality that we all give—not not just us at Western or Marriott or—it's all hospitality here. You know I think the interest in Asia, for for Japan is is really really strong. Mm. Um, you know, a lot of people have, have visited Singapore before, Thailand before, you know, Hong Kong, um, Kuala Lumpur, I mean, Shanghai. I think there's a lot of interest about mm-hmm. about travel into mm-hmm. Japan. And, and, you know, when we look at it, I think the confidence of, of the concern about all different variants like Omicron is still out there, mm-hmm. uh, you know, but the, the confidence of, of where we're heading is, is in the world, you know, as long as vaccine keeps up and, you know, the mindset keeps open and travel opens up, mm-hmm. then the future, the future is very bright. Mm. Um, you know, and again, where we were here, I came into Japan in 2015 please don't don't check the numbers but i think it was around 8 or 8 or 9 million visitor arrivals mm-hmm. in 2013 2014 yeah you know, we got to 30 million just before olympics i mean and i That's think the government was saying 40 million mm-hmm. so the the, the the you know so the confidence of of where inbound tourism was heading uh, and the way the infrastructure changed for, for, for tourism as well it was fantastic mm-hmm. um, yeah i think we just have to be patient and get through this challenging time
0: oh wow I like that. Mm-hmm. Charles, I'm not going to take a lot of your time because I know that you're a very busy man. Because the last time I saw you here, you had someone and you said hello to me and I was surprised. You said, oh, no, I'm just kidding. Come and on. Always, you always, you always, always say okay. hello <laughs> What would you like to leave your audience with? Because that was really fantastic what you said uh, about the comments really? you have in Japan. Yes. Well, you know, this is, I like that.
1: I share, a little, I share a little bit with everyone about the personal side of things. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think when we talk about Japan and, and hospitality as a whole, I touched on it and I'll just reinforce it. You know, the quality of what we give, the pride of what, what everyone wants to do in hospitality and tourism here. I think the, the, you know, the confidence of, of society you know, and, and people coming in with, with inbound travel. I, I used the words before, the future's bright. I think you know, the, the momentum will build again. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I feel there's so much to offer here. Um, and I'm exceptionally proud of being able to be part of this society as well. you know I'm, I'm, I'm where just a few of a, a handful of lucky foreigners to be able to live here uh, and work here and, and, and work with the, the Japanese people mm-hmm. um, But yeah I mean I think, I think as challenging as times have been you know, there's there's a there's a bright shining light ahead. You know, we look forward to, to seeing a bright future. Yeah.
0: You're the reason why your optimism is one of the reasons oh. why I like <laughs> talking with you. I thank love you. because of that. Charles, I want to thank you so much for taking the time. here. thank you,
1: you very much. Thank I you. I
0: want for to share. tell everyone on this podcast a couple of things. I've been thinking about how I might want to change the podcast ending so I can get you activated to press like and to subscribe. But if you keep on seeing people like Charles, how could you not? (laughs) Never forget, it's all on loan. Continue to reach for the stars. And remember, you're too blessed to be stressed.